This is Byron Lazine, Nicole White, and today, Tom Ferry on episode 67 of The Real Word. Words up. Ding, With ding, ding. TF, I don't think I have to tell anybody who you are because if they're watching or listening yes. to this podcast, they already know who you are, right? So we can mm, just skip that. I don't know. Or what maybe do you not. Th- maybe not. Okay. No, I'm maybe always not. surprised I just read it five by ago. the 30 second Tom Ferry <laughs> pitch then. Okay. I, I know you've got that ready. Uh, Well, uh, let's see. 30 in, seconds. In the Tom, FM voice. In the, oh, in oh. the FM DJ voice. <laughs> well, so, uh, no, so listen, I've been in the real estate coaching and training space for 30 years. September is going to be the start of my 31st year, which is super insane when I think about it. Um, myself and my father and my brother helped pioneer the coaching space in real estate. Didn't even really know what it was, but we just knew that a lot of people were coming to events and they weren't taking action, right? And, and the thought was sort of like, man, if I called you like once a week and said like, do your job and like get off your ass, like there's a pretty good chance you might actually do something and yeah. it worked out. It's, it's turned out to be now close to a globally about a $4 billion industry. So. Awesome. Um, you know, super excited just to be a part of it. And look, just like you guys, like married, kids, life, lots of employees, lots of clients around the world. We just, we're just in Zurich, uh, London, doing a you seminar. You just got off a flight from London? Uh, so I flew yesterday at 4 a.m. from Zurich to London, London to Charlotte, Charlotte to Charleston to go do a seminar for my friends at Boomtown. No big deal. And now I'm here. And then came here just for this podcast. Just I came for here just for this yeah. podcast. Just for this. And, and that company that wrote a check. And yeah. So, yes. yeah, like, and then. so much for family. And, so much for family and, and wife, though, right? Oh, no, oh, no, no. no. Actually, since yeah, yeah, you brought yeah, it up, yeah, before yeah. we get into I'm the three. I'm I know, I know. I see your wife. She's like beautiful. You, you post all the time. I have married her three times. I, I've yeah. seen that. I'm going to marry her a fourth time. You are. She's going to watch this show, deal. and she's going to be pissed, because she's like, look, slow down on marrying me, all right? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm in. Like, I'm, I'm committed, honey. And I'm like, no, I really, like. You're making me claustrophobic. I really want you to love me. Like, whatever it takes. Actually, since Nicole kind of went there, before we get into the three rackets. Yeah. Like, you really pull off the balance of the work yeah. and family thing. Yeah. How do you do that hack? Uh, so it's going to sound funny because you've heard me say this a million times. If it's not in your schedule, it doesn't exist and doesn't get done. Boom. So I live in, you know, like I plan out my entire year in September or October for the entire next year in relationship to a 20-year vision that my wife and I co-created in 2015. Like, how we want to live our lives together in our community with our family with our clients with you know like everybody right then we like literally go through and say every holiday every trip every vacation every 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 life experience that matters to us like Mm -hmm. memories and then I go to my team and say here is the rest of the days highest and best use of my time go was it like that though from the very beginning no the first three and a half years now anybody that's a startup um and listen i i work with a lot of startups i've invested in a lot of startup Mm -hmm. companies and they hear me say that and they're like that sounds really rad but what about me and i'm like uh well let me tell you how i started my business i sold my car i opted not to have an assistant i got a half-baked assistant slash driver and I said to the president of my a company, driver, Byron Okay, but let me tell you that like that it sounds sexy, but it wasn't. It was a lot of work. It was a necessity because right. I was I was the chief cook, bottle washer, like I was the head coach and the trainer and the best salesperson and 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 writing content and had a two year old and four year old and a wife. Right. Right. So I was like, okay, the maximum that I can do every day is X. And basically so I got this driver and a car. Like I sold a nice car. 
got like a, you know, whatever car that I could put like 8 million miles on. Mm -hmm. And we did 15 meetings a week, wow. right? Three on Monday, three on Tuesday. You can kind of figure out the math, right? right? Monday through Friday, 15 meetings a week. And I was telling like RJ and my team, like I would get up at four o'clock in the morning on Monday. My guy would be outside. We would drive to the first meeting. It could be in Westlake Village. Like I'm in Southern California. It could be in San Diego. It mm -hmm. could be in Palm Springs. But it was usually a two to three or four hour drive. On the way, my laptop's open. I'm wearing the giant old school headset. Like I look like an airplane pilot. Oh, he still looks like that. And I'm doing <laughs> coaching calls for my personal clients on the East Coast. Right. Show up, do a meeting, right? Like razzle dazzle, 45 minutes, building my brand, trying to tell people like, I'm not my dad, mm -hmm. right? That was the very beginning, kind of the first couple of years. Like, I'm just not Mike, and I love my dad, and he's awesome. I have a different story. Here's my story. This is what I'm all about. And at the end, hey, I'm doing an event coming up. You guys want to go? And, like, literally today, this is like 16 years ago, I have clients that still were like, you came to my office meeting in, like, Temecula, California, yeah. like, 15 years ago. You called me ago. while you were changing that tire exactly, on that car. That's exactly <laughs> right. So the, the only difference back to your question is, so my wife and I had an agreement. Right. We both understood the following, that, that you basically say there's 28 million businesses in the U.S., only 4% of them do more than a million dollars a year in revenue. I had taken a family business and grew it from, call it like three to seven, then seven to $45 million. Mm -hmm. So I knew what it was like to run a big business and to be super active and maintain like a great vibe with my wife and family and everything else. And my family was, all my siblings also worked with me. So I said, baby, it's gonna take us 10 years to get back there, right? So we're gonna make some sacrifices. The only saving grace was because of the way my business was set up, I didn't have to work on the weekends. Now, did I work on the weekends? Hell yeah. yeah. Right? I was on. Remember, this is like early. Like Facebook was beginning, you know, like it was beginning to be a thing. Mm -hmm. And I would like Saturday at 3 o'clock go be on Facebook from 3 until midnight. You know, soccer games, fun, nap time, kids go down, go on Facebook and start talking to people all over the world. Right. How can I help? What's going on? What are you guys thinking about? Right. That's how you get started. Yeah. And when you start, obviously no referrals in place. So no. when you think about it no. on a smaller level, someone that's maybe starting, and we'll get into yeah. the three rackets, but maybe someone that's starting out as an agent, yeah. in the first three and a half years, should they have that same mindset of like everything else has got to clear out of my way so I can get to a place where I have consistent referrals or what's the balance look like there? So, you know, it's hard because, I mean, I've dealt with a million people, like legitimately around the world. And it doesn't matter what culture you go into, what society, it was just like talking about like being in Europe. Um, in Europe, they don't talk about money um, they don't talk about ambition, right? So what would you talk about when you go out there? Mm -hmm. the well, no, I talk about what I talk about. And I'm like, look, guys, wake up. Like, yeah. you know, you're making, you know, 60,000 euros a year. And so you have like beer money and pub money and you can go see football games. But like there's other people that are selling and need your services. And if you just get off your butt. So, I mean, it was like we have a lot of clients in Europe. Now we're helping them move through that. And like in a, um, New Zealand, they call it the tall poppy syndrome, right? Like when somebody kind of steps up a little higher than everybody else they cut their heads off. Right. So I'm telling them, like, wear, like, some iron around your neck because they're going to come after you. But, like, look, the world needs people to step up and be big. Mm -hmm. So back to your question. First three years, this is what I tell people. If you are ambitious, like, if you're ambitious, and that's different for you, from me, from all of us sitting inside this room, if you're ambitious and you recognize that there's a 90% failure rate in all small businesses, there's an 87% failure rate in real estate every five years. Like, the turnover is horrendous. And part of the reason why is it's not – a lack of passion and desire or it's just people people just like you know man i could sell a couple houses now and then and this is better than working at denny's right right so so for the ambitious people here's what i say for the first two to three years it's learn earn learn earn learn earn learn earn a year of learning 
your clients, the market, the psychology, what to say. Shit, the MLS. Can you right. curse on this show? Sorry. Like, yes, you can. Like all, like, multiple times. Like all of that. Can we bleep stuff, it out, right? And, and the vast bird. majority of people don't learn it. Right. They're still walking around going, "Hey, do you know my password for how do I get onto the?" And I got a client who's doing a search, and can you right? And I'm not, I'm not knocking those people because right. we were all new, it. right? But they've got to spend way more time rolling up their sleeves and learning. Um, well, I think the biggest thing, I don't mean to interrupt there either, because yeah, no, obviously please. with us as a team, yeah. there's so many people that we have um, that is that are really doing all that for them, yes. too. So I think Makes even... soft, by the way. Well, and mm. so I, I, again, I agree to that, because <laughs> I'd also... Sorry the team. No, we're, we're all the team. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important, regardless of whether you're on a team with someone doing it for you or yeah. not, like you need to just know it. Like you should know it. You should know how to get I in guess. it. You should know yes. how to yes. produce it without relying on someone else to produce yes. it. Because there's so many times in this business that comps on a property. you're going to wake up at 8 a.m. Like, and be yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how to do a CMA. And like so and so is away. You know, I mean, that's, that's scary. Yeah, absolutely. So I got to tell you a little story. Um, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's sister, uh, Liz, got into real estate. On Carolyn's team, though. Yeah, 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 which is pretty cool, right? Very so, cool. So her year on her own, uh, she was, you know, she's a coaching client, and she texted me. It was like a random, like, just, hey, you know, just thinking about you, saw something you did, whatever. I'm like, hey, let's talk, right? So I call her on the phone. I'm like, how's it going? Is that uh, all it takes? Just like a drop, like, hey? And you like, well, hey, and then if you're well, Gary you know, Vaynerchuk's my, sister. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> you know, like, hey, 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 hey. I just this need guy to know. I just want to put on the record, quick. you know? I just need to give you my cell phone, and the answer is yes. My team knows, like, my phone is, like, constantly... There's a lot of chatter. Yeah, um, I but, can imagine. But the interesting part is I'm like, look, so you're brand new in real estate. I'm like, you have an unfair advantage, right? Your last name is going to help you and it's going to hurt you. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, so this is my advice to you. Do you want to be really good, good in real point. estate? She's like, yeah, I do. I said, then my advice is you need to get on the phone every day for the next 12 months and call every expired, canceled, withdrawn in your marketplace without any desire to list the house. Mm. She's like, what? I said, I want you to... Have a yellow notepad, and I want you to document every phone call, every question, every person that hung up on you, every person that said, where were you when my home was on the market? I said, just what, what's going to happen is you're going to learn that there are only four major issues that these people have, and that after about the 50th time you've heard all four, you're like, wait a minute. Let me Google what is the answer to the four questions. And there's myself or someone else and probably you guys who've done a show, like, here's the four issues, here's how you solve them, here's how you do it in an elegant way. She said, I learned more in the first three months of doing that than I learned in my entire first year in real estate. Because right. now I understand like all these people have is a massive unmet expectation, yeah. right? They listed with somebody, they thought it was gonna sell, they probably chose the price, right? Or the agent wasn't you know, strong enough to say, boy, at that price, you would be the owner of the house. Like, do you guys wanna buy it? Because that price is wrong. Right. Like, don't have that chutzpah, if you will. So she's like, it was unbelievable. And I, I wish that on, I do all these AMAs on Instagram, I tell everybody the same thing. Like, if you're new, go do the stuff that nobody else wants to do for a year, document the experience, track and measure everything, write down everything they say, and then when you call your friends, it's kind of easy. Right. And then I said, you could, like, tell a story, like, oh, Byron, like, really good to talk to you. Oh, how's the market? Well, it's interesting. Uh, in the last 12 months, I've talked to 367 people that home, their home was on the market, and it didn't sell. And what I discovered was there was only five reasons why, but there were seven things that just drove these people nuts. Mm. Are you interested? She's like, she's like, oh my God, that's awesome, right? Like, but that's the kind of story you can tell. Then they don't say, how long you've been selling homes. Right. And she's not coming from a place of desperation at all. Right. Right. At all. Well, right. then she probably knows the market then better than 99% of the people, yeah, too. She definitely knows why yeah. homes aren't selling. Right. Right. And yeah. it's not always price. 
it's oftentimes marketing, it's oftentimes positioning, it's oftentimes, you know, just what is the what's the vibe of the home when you walk in, like, right. you know, like all right. that, all those things that you guys know innately. Yeah. A new agent needs to understand what is the fastest way to do that? Throw them in the fire. Right. All right, let's get into the rackets. Woo. We'll go quickly yeah. through the rackets. We so are? racket number one, and we're gonna take a macro look at these. Super macro. Got, usually we go like, what's trending that week? You, I, we're you guys go a need more a, macro. like a macro song. Yeah, we do. We, Sam, we're working on a song. We now. need a macro song. Yeah. So racket number one. I don't one. even know what that means. What does that even mean? <laughs> it's any, a song with macro. Like my mom is a singer. She would just be like, macro. Like, oh, she would like just you mean legitimately like, like, yeah. like yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a racket song. And that was like Suzanne macro. Summers, in case you're wondering. I think this was, I was oh. channeling there. Yes, hmm. yes. All right, racket number one yes. is Zillow. So two-part question. Yes. Where do you see Zillow's revenue coming from, the majority of their revenue, mm -hmm. in five years? Gross or net? Gross. Uh, gross... Like, do you uh, see it coming from the Premier Agent Program? Do you see it coming from iBuyers? Do you see it coming from their own transactions? In five years, yeah. with the changes that they make rapidly, right, where do you see the revenue coming? So I'm not a big fan of predictions going out past maybe 18 months because, okay. you know, I'm not Nostradamus. We're trying to hold you to something here. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, you know, That's we'll watch fair. this 18 months from That's now. That's a racket. Um, is it a racket? A little bit. Okay, you want me just to hallucinate? <laughs> Why not? I think they're going to buy the National Association of Realtors. They yeah. should. And, they should. And, <laughs> and make no money. No, I would be like, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. Did you guys, by the way, see the uh, April Fool's thing that was going around about that? Oh, gosh. No, I didn't see Which that one. one? I stayed away from all the April Fool's Oh, jokes. no, no, no. Like, it was, I know it was uh, Compass bought uh, yes. NARS Tech Alley or Oh, whatever. I didn't see that one. Uh, I sent another hysterical. one about, uh, what's his name? You sent me the one Chris Smith had. Yes, yeah. that yeah. he bought uh, Instagram. That was a little Yeah, I sent it over to him and I was like, Chris Smith bought Chris Smith. Well, that's right. And then I said to him that I was like, oh. Curator bought, yeah. Curator bought Instagram. Instagram for $42 billion from Facebook because anyway, Zucks just needed to move along. I fell for it for a hot second. All right, so let's go with your okay. take, the 18-month right, so, take. Okay, so, yeah. so. Because even then, they're going to make a ton of changes in 18 months. So this is what I know, right? What I know is they want to buy 5,000 homes a month. The, that's why I asked grosser net because the net on that is like one, and a, like one to one and a half percent. But it'll be 20, like $20 billion dollars in top line revenue. So as a publicly traded company, right. you know, it, they're not about, you know, EBITDA, right? They're well, about, we had like, a, we growth. did a record about that one time that there's yep. just no money. I mean, they're buying it and then selling it for what? Like $10,000 more. It, if exactly. that, yeah. Okay. And when you do it 5,000 times a month, right? Right. Like you're going to lose, you're going to win, but like it's, it's, and I think we all know, like that is just a segment of the market. That's always been there called DIY, right? And people want to hit a button and have magic happen just like Uber. So I think that's going to be, they hallucinate right now that that's going to be a major play. And that shouldn't shock anybody because, like, I was around in 2006, 7, 8, 9 when hedge funds were buying hundreds of thousands of homes, right, on the cheap, holding them. And some of them took those things, turned them into REITs and went public. So, so people shouldn't be freaked out by that. The mortgage company, I think, is really interesting, yep. right, because you've got 178 million, you know, uniques coming into your side every month. And you say, interested in the mortgage? Like, that's a good idea, right? right. Like, again, people want the well, experience. Well, that's where all the money is. I mean, it's all on the mortgage end. So four, do they bring them four times higher in profitability than Absolutely. a real estate Absolutely. So that's what I'm thinking too. Is like if they're opening, you know, if they're buying these homes, it's just yep. to get the mortgage side. Really, in my um, mind. You know, that'd be interesting. So I don't have any. I don't have any facts on that. Right. No, I don't but, either. But that's coming why we're from just, the REO world. Yeah. Right? If I was an asset manager and I was like, look, I'm you know assigned to name a bank. Um, here's the deal. If you want to buy this asset, you got to use our bank. They were doing that all day long, even though the rules are you got to say here's three. Right. They're like, yeah, it's three, but not with this one. Right. Right. So, I, you know, maybe they'll do that. No doubt. Um, Zillow PA, the, the actual agent's advertising, 
that's not going to change. Did you guys see what was announced today? I did not. Okay, so I, you know, because you know, I'm friends with these guys, so I got the phone call yesterday saying, hey, we're going to change the brand. We'll change tomorrow. the logo. I oh, saw we that. saw the logo. Saw logo that was change. minor. Thanks to Vanessa. That, that Thank was you. minor, right? Yeah. So, so logo change, but the new commercial the that actually gets launched tonight okay. is now going to say, hey, we can make the experience of buying and selling homes really easy, and we have documented through Net Promoter Score the best agents in the country. Yeah. So come to Zillow. Like, I mean, I have been telling our clients, like, hey, they're going to do this. This is just like seven yes, or eight years ago have. when they're like reviews for the game. The new game is going to be, is your MPS score basically a nine or above? Basically, right. are you picking up the phone and providing great customer service? Are you service? answering the phone? Are you taking care of your customers? Are you good with your feedback? We get rated by, like, uh, Uber drivers. Right. Yeah. Right? And, like, oh, you, and know, they, you know. Oh, and they judge us, too. For That's sure. Right. Yeah. For sure. Like Airbnbs are always like, oh, my God, I hope that I yes. clean that bathroom enough. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Right? Even though you so, paid a cleaning fee. But, but see, that's the, you know, we all push for transparency. We right. all want to know, like, what's in the Mueller report, right? Yeah. We all want to know everything until it's then turned on us. Right. And then people get a little freaked out, right? When, when, like, when Zillow launched reviews, first of all, I was, like, reminding everybody, hey, man, Realtor.com did this, like, five years ago. And they failed because of NAR and the, you know, the 600 people essentially on the board, where Zillow was like, we know this is a good idea, power to the people, let people give reviews. If you did a shitty job, you deserve a bad review. Yeah. Right, right. like that's the game. And, and the data showed that the people with reviews killed it. The data will show that these people that have 90% or better service records with their customers are gonna get inundated and flooded with a lot of business. And, and it's interesting right. that they're- And they should. Yeah, and Absolutely. it's interesting that they're going to run ads and campaigns that we are the place to come yes. if you actually want the top agent because they saw that these referral sites, top agent, agent machine, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like Tons they cleaned up on that Ooh. same game over the last five, six, seven years. Oh, but yeah. now Zillow has a bigger voice. And By the saying, way, uh, that business is a racket. Yeah, a hundred percent. That you've been dying that to do business it. Is a that racket. business is a racket. Everybody, and, and that, I know a bunch of you are my friends. You're gonna be really pissed that I, I said that. I feel but. like that clip is gonna. You're gonna see that clip a lot yeah, in the yeah, next yeah, yeah. I think months. There's gonna be Wait, far more mean? people that uh, agree with you uh -huh, uh -huh. than disagree with you on that. How, what What is the referral fee that I charge inside the Tom Ferry ecosystem for referrals? Zero. Survey says, because I'm like, yeah. it's your money. You guys do your thing. Help each other out. Yeah. But you've right? created a. You've done something that those companies aren't doing, which is created a, a community. community. Yeah. You keep delivering on free yeah. content yeah, yeah, yeah. and you keep adding value week yep. after week. Yep. All right, so part two of the Zillow question yep. is, there are, in our words, racket, a lot of agents that just say Zillow is a racket. So what sure. should that relationship sure. look like over the next, we'll use your 18 month window. Cause Zillow's going through a lot of changes. Yeah. So as an agent, how should I kind of, you know, speak to Zillow, engage with Zillow, do business with Zillow? over the next 18 months? Uh, I'm gonna tell you a story. So a personal coaching client of mine who was super anti-Zillow when they first were out, and she knew that like, you know, they were sponsoring my events and they were in the back of the room and she would walk out to me and this, I'll just, Maxine Gellens, uh, you know, Berkshire Hathaway, La Jolla Properties. She is 80 years old. She's been my personal client for 21 years and she's like, you know, gave me the finger. Like, Zillow, I said, listen to me. They have a ton, this is back, this is like eight years ago. Like, they have a ton of traffic on your website, right? If a seller says, are you going to put my home on Zillow? What do you say? She's like, I say the prices are wrong, and it's then, and I said, and you will lose business because you do that. They're right. running television, they're crushing internet marketing, they're doing yeah. all the right things. You're better off to play nice, right? So she says, okay, and we work through it, right? I'm her coach, I, you know, smack her in the head. Um, here's the fast version though. She gets called on a listing appointment, in La Jolla, there's only like 65 properties on the ocean in La Jolla. And this guy calls. 
hi, my name is Joe, and I'd like you to come over and uh, talk to us about getting her home in the market. And she's like, okay, great. And uh, so they meet. She said, wow, it's a beautiful house. You know, let's stand here. What are you guys thinking about? Price, yada, yada, yada. The guy says, what do you think of Zillow? And she says, you know, my business coach is a big fan of Zillow. And what we found is, and she added like her little pitch. She goes, that's really cool because uh, the CEO is my son, Spencer. Oh, Hmm. Now, what do you think? Now, obviously, it's not going to happen to everybody, but I want you to just think about, like, what would have happened in that moment if she was like, Zillow's a devil! Right. And it's almost like there's so much content that they're producing now at this point, and they have such a strong voice that if you combat that... Yeah, yeah. So well, I wanna, but, like, let me, why bother, yeah. I feel, you know? Yeah, you know, because, look, people have a lot of rackets. Right. Right? I guess like, I'm just talk <laughs> politics and, and a lot like of big rackets. companies, small companies. But So let, let me say it to you differently. Like, like, who gives a shit? Like, they're they're doing their thing. Right. Right? So you can either align and get leads and be supported, or you cannot. But, like, right now in our society, man, there's just so much hate. There, mm-hmm. You know, there's hate for the little guy, hate for the big guy, hate for this minority, hate for the, you know, the white American. Like, it's just, it's just... So much bullshit, in my opinion. Like, stop reading the frickin' press. Right. And yeah. go serve your customers. Go help your family. Go move things forward. Like, Go be, be the press of your community. And, well, and don't let your customers read headlines yeah. to right. find out what's happening in the real estate industry. Right. You with me? Yeah. I don't make, like, not all Mother Teresa on you, but, like, I'm, I'm old school. Like, I can hear, like, one of my dad's, like, early mentors who I got to know as a very young kid, a guy named Earl Nightingale, who's like, do you want to know how you change the world? You sweep in front of your own doorstep first. And like that has resonated in my heart forever. So haters will hate, right? It, it gives guys like me a ton of content, you know, talk about haters and all that kind of fun stuff. But yep. I would just say get over it. I mean, like, yeah. what are you, you know, what are you going to do? Like, does your, does you're your not, hate, does your hate help? No. You're not going to take, I mean, all the guys that start like the anti-Zillow movement, Right. Yeah, we've been Shut there. Up. We've done that. I mean, you know what I mean? We did that. We did that. Right? We did that. Yeah. That actually helped launch us, actually. We have well, to thank, okay, we have well, to thank, we have to thank right, Greg for that good. one. Yeah. That was, that we was appreciate the first. Our thank you, haters. Greg. Yeah. 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 All right, so we all agree Zillow's not a racket. We've been saying that throughout Forever. the 60s. Yeah. No, they are for some episodes. people. They are for yeah. some people, right? Like some people are just there, you know, but remember, like, but to make it a racket is the, in my opinion, is just like a waste of time. But remember, we operate in an industry that needs a boogeyman. Right. Right. We thrive on fear in this industry. Well, but maybe that's a good thing, right? I mean, as soon as you get any, well, but sometimes, like as soon as you know someone's like on your tail or but you spend you spend the energy over there. Yes. Discounters, disintermediators, people that are disrupting the industry. You know, like a buddy of mine, Ken Jenny, is going to be at my house on Thursday, like hanging out. Like Kenny would say to me, "This is this is like 22 years ago. The internet is going to put agents out of business." He became the most hated person in the real estate industry right because he kept saying it and he believed it in his heart right did it happen no. no right but the industry loves that they love to hate on him right well that brings us into racket number two we're there it's interesting you say that yeah because we're going to talk about listing agent versus buyer agent byron right? loves oh. and byron I, and loves buyer agents here, here's what i'll worldly insight let, let me frame this up for you yeah. a little bit i think it's Quite, I'm like, I'm like getting all excited. I see that. It's quite obvious. I feel like that you've been excited the whole time. I feel like I need some of your energy. <laughs> yeah. It, it's quite obvious that if you're an agent, if you're a broker, to me, it's quite obvious yeah. that you should be collecting listings. You should yes. be controlling the inventory. Yes. Right. Yes. What's also obvious to me mm-hmm. is that if you are not going to have listings, you are going to pay 40 percent or close or to more. it or, or more, more even for buyer leads. And you're not gonna have any other way to get buyer leads aside from paying a massive referral fee. It's the in- institutionalization of the buy side of the business. 
That's what's happening right now. That's the massive. Explain that. Explain that. Listen, you've got $7.2 billion that have come in our industry. You've got Realogy that is saying, we're going we're gonna to basically do lead generation and then sell you our leads. You've got Realtor.com with OpCity. You've got Zillow. you got, I mean, like the, I could show you the list of all these companies. Uh, Homelight, right? And these, these yeah. are all good men and women. But they're like, look, 25% is the minimum. And relocation, right? One of oh, my board that's, members. That's the biggest racket. Oh, my God. Like Holy. 42. Like, so, and I, I'm not going to say his name in fairness because he would be hated for this. But, you know, he started a reload company. He, he ran Prudential's relocation company mm -hmm. a million years ago when before Berkshire Hathaway. Mm -hmm. you know, they made so much money. It was bananas. And off back then the, they were only the charging. the agents, though. Like, it all comes out of the agent's pocket. Well, well, they generate the lead. They generate the lead, right? Yeah, so here's the thing: they like, generate the lead. And I, see, you know, I, I hear it, you, listen, you listen. but that, like they're charging the agent for all of the costs, except for generating uh, the lead. But they secured the client, right? And I hear. Yeah. I, I, the I get it. Wins. I get that it. is the game, right? That, right? Like, yeah. And, and if you're on, if you're gonna focus on buying leads, it's going to get on on the buy side. Yep. It's going to, in my opinion, get more and more expensive. So you could be working for fifty percent right. of the commission. No basically forever yes at that point yes so but you know but here's the thing so if, uh, you know i was just in london and london the average commission is like one and a half percent australia it's like you know two two and a half percent total right? total and, yeah. and by the way no buy side it's all list you either list houses or you die right yeah. right there's there's no cooperation like like literally hey nicole and i are looking for a property in vienna and district one and we call you because we see the same listing on seven different portals at seven different prices, and the seller has it as a FISBO. Like, that's Europe. No MLS. Mm. I call Byron. I'm like, hey, Byron, uh, my wife and I are in town, and we're looking at uh, apartments, and we'd like to get together. First of all, the average time before he calls me back is 10 hours. I'm not kidding. We, we've done Europe. a massive study on this. Like, 10 hours, well, they're drinking wine and hanging yeah. out. and they're Taking a nap. Whatever, they're taking a nap. Like, oh, yeah. glorious. Not all Europeans, Nicole. but it actually is kind of great. 1%, hey. 2%. <laughs> but if I do actually get you on the phone and I say, gosh, I saw that lovely three-bedroom, two-bath with a one-car garage. We'd love to see it um, this week. Would that be possible? This is normally what happens. Uh, yeah, I don't have that listing anymore. They don't go, hey, uh, Jill, do you have a three-bedroom, two? I got a buyer on the phone. Like, like that's how the rest of the world operates. In the US, everybody's figured out buy side is half the transactions. It's half of $86 billion in commissions. $86 billion in commissions. And you know what? Everybody wants to stick a needle into that vein right. and pull out some of that gravy. So control That's not the, a racket. That's the institutionalization that's just what's of real estate. Happening. So control right. the inventory. Yep. Now, how would you market yourself? as a buyer agent that doesn't have listings, or we just say, my opinion, you'd say, screw that, I'm gonna go get listings. So um, so this has been a debate uh, for you know a lot of a lot of people you know in Team Plus. That are, some people are like, Tom, I'm a great buyer's agent. And well, the but world, some teams are run that them. way, though, too, yeah, right? Yeah. The, some teams yeah. are run that yeah. way. So I'm gonna make a, I'll make a hardline statement. So either the agent that is running the team has to, to like basically learn to live off less right, to maintain the commission splits and standards of their existing team with their agents, or the agents have to realize that there's a major chunk coming across, right, on this transaction before it gets to you, and if they're bottom of the funnel, every, every client's gonna take a lot of time. Let's make no bones. Like, Absolutely. the rare, oh my God, I saw one house, let's write it up, I'm all cash, no negotiations. Yeah. 
How many times that happened a decade? Mm. Happened mm. to me once last year. But okay, so right, well, congratulations. Yeah. You're a baller, right? <laughs> so, so lucky. He is a once, baller. Right? So, <laughs> once last year. Yeah. So the commission game is going to change again. That's one side. But I am of the opinion, the teams that I work with that I say, listen to me, you need a listing division or in a perfect world. Like, I'm old school. Everybody gets their own farm, right? I don't care if you're in New York City and it's vertical high rise or you get this community. Joy's got that community. I got this community. And we're all going to co-brand it together with the team leader's brand. It's 50-50 splits. We're going to get every listing on the planet. You with me? And, like, mm -hmm. my clients are like, oh, my God, I'm in, uh, you know, south, south of Dallas. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm Phil. And everyone that is now buying in my area are Indian doctors. What do I do? And I'm like, you hire three Indian agents and you expand. And as soon as he was, that's a great idea. And now he's completely killing it. You don't, you don't allow silly limitations to stop you. And right. then, you know, you guys know, because you guys have been around my stuff, like I'm constantly pumping out, like here's 33 different campaigns to go get listings. Right. There's no shortage of ways to do it, right? It's a mindset though. Right. If, if you guys went to come with me to Australia, Ooh, lovely. All yeah, they do sure. is okay. list houses. Don't make me travel with Nicole. Um, I, heard you guys, I heard you guys don't travel well. Is we that a racket, by the way? That's a racket. Her traveling travel racket? skills are a racket. I'm improving. Yeah. I'm improving. What, so why? What's, what, like, what's going on? Well, By Byron is very specific on his travels. Yeah. He has to bring a carry-on. Yeah. And I didn't, Only a carry -on. I didn't bring a carry-on. Carry and um, I tried to carry on my bag, but I had like this this perfume that I brought and I was like dude that's like a 400 yeah, yeah. so I, like, I ah, so he's trash. like so of course he has uh, he has um our tickets on his phone so he's yeah. like here's my phone you can go back and check your bag I'll be in the Delta Sky Lounge and I'm like so I kept I kept having to hit the screen because I'm like I don't know his code nothing yes <laughs> so I go back I was I, already I, in you guys are like I what's, what's the dun -dun 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 -dun. it's like the odd couple like that's what's <laughs> in my head like, <laughs> yeah. so I checked my bag and then as soon as we get on the plane we were first class so I'm like, oh, like, clean my hands. Uh -huh. I got no, my we didn't. We didn't pay for those tickets. By no, the way. no, that was wow. Greg. That was right. Greg. So we, I got a glass of, of wine and I knocked it on my lap, and I was, <laughs> I was like, uh oh. And Brian's like, what's going on? We haven't you even taken off yet. We haven't taken off. Springtime? Are you in white pants? Like, well, is it really good? I had leggings on, but I didn't want him to think I was a bad traveler, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what'd you do? So I was like, she oh, goes, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I said, you got <laughs> nothing like, to see here. Red wine all over you. He's like, what he's color like, were the leggings? They were gray. He's like, why don't you, Ooh. why don't you stand up? And I'm like, mm, I'm good. So I stood up and there's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> luckily, he, luckily his bag was above, so he gave me a pair. Of yeah, his luckily, shirts. I have a carry on like a normal. <laughs> yeah. Human. So you like throw out like plan. a pair of gym shorts. And you're like, yo, I'm just working out. Like just you know, hitting the gym. Mm -hmm. Kind of sweaty. But it was better than sitting in. We were going to California. That yeah. was like a six-hour flight. Arizona. So yeah. Arizona. It was that. That was still six hours. It was a really no. long flight. No. No. Yeah, it was no, four, five. It was. It was five. a lot of headwinds. It felt like twelve. I travel a lot. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that right. actually anyway. doesn't sound that bad. But back to your question. Look, at the end of the day, it's cliche. You list to last. Right. You yeah. list to last. Right. I, I literally like I'm I'm sitting at the Boomtown conference today, and these guys are arbitraging. You know, thousands and thousands and thousands of leads a month amongst all these, like 40% of the top 1,000 agents, like the 250 teams, 40% yeah. are in the room. Like, right. th these men and women are really good real estate, team leaders, brokers, indies, et cetera. Absolutely. And I literally said to them, uh, guys, how many listens did you take last year? Like, that's the game. Like, I understand, like, you buyer, 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 but at a certain point, you have to say to yourself, how many offers do I want to write in that experience versus how many offers do I want to 
receive. receive. Yeah. Right? I want to receive the offers and say, hey, Mrs. Seller, here's our five options. Here's our two options. Here's our one option. What do you want to do? Right. Versus like, how do I write this offer in a way that gets, you know, especially with price points today, everyone's like, yeah. did you see the latest thing that came out in KCM? There's no mm -hmm. inventory. Or right. yes. Right. right. There's no inventory. Like, like everybody was like, oh my God, the world's going to fall apart. Uh, no, there's no inventory. We're basically in 2017 again, right? We're going to have a monster year in terms of transactions. Are there price points that are grossly right. overpriced? 1,000%. Will those properties sit? Absolutely, yes. Right. You know, the demand at the <clears throat> super ultra luxe is not where it used to be, but the rest of it is flying like crazy. I want to be the person with the listings getting the offers. Right. All right, two quick final questions, not rackets. Question number one, if you were starting the Tom Ferry brokerage, which I know you're not, yeah, ooh, but if you were definitely not doing that for all my CEO all the clients, clients. <laughs> he's not doing that. We're not, yeah. we're not starting a controversy I'm here. Money. If you're interested, <laughs> if you were starting the Tom Ferry brokerage, what would you do? What would be the first couple of things um, you would do? Okay. Think about it from not having Tom Ferry influence. <laughs> Well, how do right? I do that? You know what I mean? Like, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? Like, you're, just, you're coming in <laughs> to a marketplace. People, people don't know you. Oh, okay, got it. Right? Okay, I thought you like with my own. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've got uh, all the info. Like, you've got the on. information. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you've got the information, but you don't have people don't know you. No problem. Okay, so I uh, like. Do I know the area? You know the area. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, and I know I know price points. I know what's moving. I know what's selling. Okay. So I would. How much capital do I have? Let's call it a hundred thousand. Let's say you've you've okay. got you got some money. All right, that's fair. So first thing I would do is I would hire probably two to three uh, SDRs, right? Like ISAs, like like appointment setters essentially, and they would basically call expired listings five to seven days a week, depending upon my coverage of time. So the first thing I want is I'm going to go after just like I told Liz, like let's go after expireds, mm -hmm. let's go get listings, right? And I would allow that to begin to finance my growth. So I'd spend my money on those people. I'd build a lot You're of- You're talking employees. Employees. Yep. Yeah. I mean, but you know, like relative to, you know, know your own market, right? Probably $2,000 a month and, you know, pops, you can't pay them commissions because they're not licensed. So they can't right. talk about certain things in certain states, right? We all know that. Um, I would ultimately get them licensed. Uh, and then I would probably go out and I would hire, I would say my model match for agents would be agents that are probably two to four years in the business. So they've learned just enough to be dangerous, but nobody held them accountable to greatness. Right. And I would probably So they're super get, appreciative. They're super appreciative. Right. And I'm basically like, look, I'm gonna make you a listing agent. We're gonna start a farm and we're gonna get you on expired appointments. And right. we're just gonna we're gonna blitz expireds and FISBOs and make me moves and like all of those opportunities first because they're low-hanging fruit, and especially even right now, there's opportunities in the marketplace. Huge. So that'd be my first thing, but but I would be using that to leverage to start farming all of those communities with my agents, and I don't know if I'd have myself involved in it at all, right? And I definitely wouldn't name it like Tom Ferry. No. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I get that. Like it, may, it might just be like, you know, Ferry something, you know, fairy. whatever. You know, like, like a wand? Like Yeah. Well, hmm. I don't know if that's, that's hmm. I mean, you know, I don't know. Tooth, maybe, tooth, I don't know. Tooth Fairy? <laughs> tooth, <laughs> that's my uncle. Is it? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. I'm the tooth fairy too, you know. Are you really? I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm learning things okay. here. What? On the real world. <laughs> Tell me more time. about that. I've got three children. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, all right. I was like, wait a minute. How many kids do you have? Santa, the Easter Bunny. I'm all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the other thing that I would do is, like, I'm a culture guy. Like, you know, when I, whether it was running my dad's company or starting my own company or investing in other companies that I look for and pride myself on building a world-class culture where people like really dig being there. And I'm not saying like people won't leave because people leave, right? right? But I'm gonna create an environment where even if they do leave, 
they call me and they say, hey, man, will you be in my wedding? Right. Right. Because that, like, that's like, I'm not a bridge burner. Right. That's right. not important to me. Like, I, I really, you know, like, I like people. So farming expires. Right. That's going to be my, my main thing in the very beginning. But at the end of the day, like, we're going to build the most dominant listing team in our town. So, so you know, you've heard me sing like Montel Jordan, like this is how we do it, Ooh. right? Like, like we didn't talk about that. We awesome. would have, oh yeah, I, I wondered if you guys like sang on this. So I would have, a, you, just, you just a popped a our cherry. Vi- <laughs> wow. The singing. <laughs> I'm married for 25 years. That's awesome. All right. So that was awkward. <laughs> but literally, I would create a list of like how we do it here rules, yeah. and I would hire to that, and I would operationalize around that. And like that's this just, is how we do it. This is how we do business. Hey, if look, you want to be part of that, we all get here at eight. We do this, then we do that, then we do this, then we do that, and basically, you're like your mind from eight until noon, and then the rest of the day, go do whatever you want. And if you right. can't commit to that, then go to work someplace else. Yeah. Right. And like, and I'm okay like, like that. scaling with an army of people, as long as the culture is fun and that like you feel yeah. good like saying hey come over for dinner and let's all go yeah. hang out afterwards, which seems like you guys have that same kind of vibe, right? Yeah. Like friendly and fun and warm and sort of family oriented I want that I just I would just want it with like I don't know a hundred agents in that marketplace right yeah I just I would, all I want is at bats you know what I mean like that's like even in my own business I just want at bats mm-hmm. I want a chance at the deal right you with me yeah, I'm with you and, and you can't get enough at bats if you're sitting on the sidelines I was just texting with my client Tim Smith who should be yeah. named I don't know Fino. let's say at least number 15 in the world on teams so I did like five we covered his video Oh yeah, you did the uh, hit like the rapper video. Uh, what the heck was the video name? Oh yeah, what uh, is that? Teach me how to. Teach me how to Duffy, Duffy teach right? Me how to Duffy. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. cute story on that. Like he called me the week before I was with his filmmaker, um, Chris, who's a brilliant guy, a couple nights ago, and he's like, "Do you remember what I called you?" He was like totally panicking, like, "I don't think I should play this. I think it's gonna be like people are gonna freak out." And he hadn't even told the seller. He didn't tell the seller. He didn't tell the seller. Sorry, that he was no throwing idea. like a rager with like 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 bikini <laughs> no idea. women at his no property. Idea. Hey, was, no idea. No idea. I just got that a little was, open house going on. That today. was my no, biggest no, problem. No. I'm like, hello, there's just like women and bikinis and I don't know. I don't remember I, any bikinis. There, there was were. no bikinis. Yes, there, there was no bikinis. There was oh, like was that dudes a and dancing. No, like, you're thinking of a listing the video. One, no, there's the Australian guys like a decade ago. There was one. The helicopter scene. There was no bikinis. It was like there was no bikinis. Oh, I thought okay. Yeah, yeah. We've reviewed more than one video then. Well, yes. Okay. So, Sorry. so what was the question again? <laughs> what would I do? I'm brokerage. Would you explain that? This yes. is how we do it. We'd yeah. start with expireds. I'd get ISAs to, to bang the phones. I would probably be banging the phones harder than anybody else. Mm-hmm. We would do mega open houses on every listing. We would repackage and reposition every property to make them spectacular. I'd bring in stagers. I would do everything that I could yeah. right, to make those properties so spectacular. And when we sold them, then we would knock every door in the neighborhood. Oh my God, Nicole, did you see what we just did with the Jones house? You know their home was on the market with three other agents for a year and a half? And guess what? We listed and sold it in five days. Do you have an office? Five Do you have an days. office with your with your fairy? Your fairy? So this is what's interesting because there's Realty. so yeah, mm. Tooth Fairy Realty, I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we buy that before Nicole <laughs> does. If, um, if, if he's powered by EXP, the answer is no. Yeah, so that, that's the thing. Like, so, and, and I'm, I'm actually super fascinated by, you know, people that can, like, not be inside an office. Yeah. I'm such a people junkie. Mm-hmm. Like, my office, like, you know, I mean, like, just a couple of my people are here. I mean, I, I love just walk, walk, hey, man, what are you guys doing? What are you, what's going on? Like, I'm Mr. Interrupter, basically. Yeah. Right? But, like, I feed on that energy, so I would have to have a physical environment. It would just be, it wouldn't be the cathedrals that a lot of real estate companies have built. Mm-hmm. I would, like, uh, it would be like my office right now. It'd be, like, white walls everywhere, you know, lots of glass, lots of music, lots of energy, lots of coffee, and let's go. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, no, no sitting, oh, you need no coffee? chairs. I feel like this is, like... 
Well, no, I don't need coffee, but they, they do. They okay. need coffee. Yeah, Get up. on that I level. am coffee. Keep up. I, yeah. You are yes, coffee. Yes. I'm cocaine. You are. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry, I just watched all the Narcos thing on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. So that was like One, the worst Spanish too ever. Much, too much time on the yeah. airplane. That is very true. <laughs> one quick final question. The number one question that you were asked, you speak to so many people. What's the most common question you get over and over again from real estate agents? Um, there isn't one. There's probably three. And the new agents ask me, how do I start? Right? The mid-level producers say basically something along the lines of like, hey, my mindset's off or I've had a tragedy or something's happened that's just like I don't have any mojo right now. Mm -hmm. And then I get so many people that are like, I'm at 30 and that could be 30 million or it could be 30 salespeople or I'm at you know 30 transactions. How do I go to 60, 90? And it's always kind of like chunked into those three questions. Like I'm so fascinated by um, Instagram and, and these AMAs. I probably answered 1,500 questions already and we're already thinking like this could be a book. Because yeah. it's just so, like, and obviously when you get a lot of the same questions, I'm not always answering it the same exact way because right. I'm like, okay, how am I feeling right now in New right. York and, mm. you know, what's midnight, changed? you know, what's going on? Like, where is this person checking out who they are? Oh, right. that's Nicole. Okay, they're in Connecticut. That's a very strange market. Very got strange market. Low. Strange is a good word like, for yeah. our market. Right, I mean, you know, know you, know, you know, like, oh, the, hey, this person's in Barcelona, right? So is that marketplace very vibrant right now? Like, what's going on there? Like, the Portuguese are buying there, the Germans are buying there, everybody wants the beautiful weather. Like, okay, so this is how you need to answer that, right? So it's really always those three questions. Over and over again. Over and over again. I mean, you know, how's the market? That, that's my favorite question. Oh, really? Yeah, agents, yeah, are as, agents are asking you? Well, they want to know how's the market everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know. Oh, that was one of Byron's questions. Yeah. He wanted, oh, no, the, actually, you put out a question to someone, and they wanted to know about the Europe. The Europe. Doug Edrington. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doug. He was, he he was interested in the Europe. We did touch on that a okay, little so bit. We did. Wanted, so, so check this out. Um, so the reason that he's super interested, I'm sitting with like Treasure and Doug and uh, Tommy Tool and a bunch of, you know, like all your friends, I yep. have all my all my friends. And they're like, well, how was like London? I was like, London was super great. This is like the third time I've spoken to London. But this time in particular, I asked the CEO of the company, I'm like, hey man, like how can I help you? Like what would make this a real win for you? Right. Like I have a, you know, I have a lot of things that we can discuss, but you know, remember the, the London, and I'm saying, let's call it the greater UK marketplace, not London specifically. In the greater UK, our sales price is like 250,000 pounds, right? So it's, it's not, it's probably like the most of the United States, right? right? Or Canada, right? It's, London is bananas, right? And there's a lot of success there, yada, yada. So I said, what's the biggest problem you want to solve? He said, uh, Tom, I just want all 2,000 of my agents to call every current listing and get them to cancel and go with us. And I was like, <laughs> I started laughing. I was like, no, like really? Like that'd be illegal. He's like, no, I'm serious. Like that's totally legit you can do that it's 100 percent legal I, I literally said to him i am gonna have 40 or fifty thousand agents leave the u.s right. and move yeah. to the uk <laughs> tomorrow watch real football drink beers go I, I feel like i would never want to list i would never want to list though i would never want to list my house they're currently listing it was like he spoke a language I had never heard before. I was like, "Those poor, say those that poor again? sellers. You, you're just you're getting more calls on people listing your house, and then probably well, no, 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 better no, price, no, right? No, no, it's just like everywhere else. No one makes the calls. No oh, calls. really? So hmm. you know what he did? Five. So he's been a client of ours for a long time. Like five years ago, he hired like basically what we would call ISAs, SDRs, right? Sales development people, and they sit inside the corporate office and they call every listing and they say, 
you know, how's it going? Hey, your home's been on the market now wow. for four months. You know, we specialize in repackaging and repositioning. <laughs> you don't really call them after two days. No, it's but like you, you could. You wait a little. You yeah. could. Like, mm-hmm. oh, wait you made the, the wrong decision. Yeah, right. You know? yeah. Were you in Vegas? You made the wrong decision. Right? <laughs> <laughs> List with us. But it's fascinating, right? So, you know, I, I think I think Europe's just, a, first of all, there's 700 million people in Europe. Yeah. Like, for me alone, like, I, like I want an office in Switzerland. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I would take one in like Bora Bora. Let's go to Bora. Uh, I've been to Bora Bora. It is so boring. Really? Yes. Bora is boring. Bora, boring. Bora, boring. Bora, boring. And, and best moment Getting ever there in Bora, must Bora be boring. on a like a paddleboard with my wife and kids. Yeah. And like it was like but the we went first on a hut, day. like over the water. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, gotta yeah. be on a hut whole, over the water. Yeah. Like, that's like that's Bora Bora, right? Like yeah, that's kind of that's right. the thing. Yeah. And it's stupidly pricey, and I actually don't recommend it. And I have some friends that are getting mm. married and they're going there. Just check the box. You check the box. I did. I checked the box. I want to check the box. But the best thing ever was the first day I was there. Like I had my cell phone for some reason with me in the ocean because you know in the ocean because I'm because I'm addicted to work at times like the rest of us right and literally I had it like and I thought like a waterproof case mm-hmm. and that didn't work and I dropped it into the ocean mm-hmm. and I could see it like 40 feet down because the yeah. water's crystal clear right oh. and the trip was awesome yeah because I had no phone. no phone no phone back probably fell near Kim Kardashian's earring Drink- that she lost down there drinking went yeah. up oh, after yeah. that I'm sure mm-hmm. yes. TF, hey man, really you. appreciate it, so brother. Such a thank awesome. you so much. We're all like, done. That is it. So, okay. am I a racket? No, no. You are, no I'm going to be a racket. Some people be like that. That guy's a racket. You're the furthest thing from a racket. No, if you, Byron's in love with if you. If you didn't know TF at the beginning of this he podcast, is. he's in love absolutely. with you. It's mutual. It's mutual. Look, he's he, smiling and happy. I know he's never smiling and happy. <laughs> this is how we do it. <laughs> no, I'm super grateful for your time and and, and doing this. And if hey, you don't know Tom, thank you. You've spoken on stage at my events and you've crushed it there. And you opened up and you shared a lot of personal stories. And every time we have people that do that, like you know, they look at you guys and they're like, oh, they're so successful. But when you get up and you share those real stories of how you like built it, lost it, and built it again, right. you've helped a lot of people, man. And what you guys are doing here is making people laugh and you're educating people and you're keeping people informed. So kudos to Good. you guys. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. If you don't know where to find them, just go to TomFerry.com. We'll link it up in everything we've got. And just keep doing what you're doing, man. The real estate industry would not be the same without you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it.